Hey, this is Russell Peters, and I'm on Kathleen McGee's show, Anything Goes. Oh, yeah, Dave Martin and Darren Frost are on it, too. But I really believe that it's Kathleen McGee's show, because she can squirt. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and it's on XM Radio, but I guess you knew that because you're listening to it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme, we're too wild, we're too out of control, we're too full of our own shit. Or we have a chance to say, hey, fuck you, you're wrong. Fuck you, we're right. And you thought your mother catching you masturbating was uncomfortable. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. And Kathleen McGee. And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. Can you dig it? All right, welcome to the show. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depending on whenever the hell you're listening to us, but we're glad that you are. We glad you are. We glad you are. We glad you are. I dropped that whole bullshit intro that anymore about us being a talk show with We glad you are. We glad you be here today. You be here good long time. We glad. Okay, great. Okay, are you you, you two are done now? Yeah, do I, I get so. Do I get to throw it to you two? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. go ahead. All right. Well, here's anything goes. The host with the anything whole goes. Of ass. All right. Here, Darren Frost. There we go. It's the whole of ass. Me glad you here, Kathleen. <laughs> Me glad you here, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> we all three of us haven't been in the same room in a while. It's been nice. It's been cordial. <sighs> it's been so fucking. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> we glad. We're uh, f- I counted forty five seconds in, and Dave already's like, oh, fuck. Why and why would and why would week? that be? Why would that? I don't be? know, Dave. You <laughs> because tell me. you said we glad you here. We glad you here. Long time. You know, be respectful of what happens in Japan. I mean, it's pretty rude to talk like oh, that. Oh, 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 pretty oh. fucking rude to talk like that with what's going on in Japan. We glad you here. Long time? I, it's not like I did we it like... We're glad you're here. Long time. It's not like I said it like this. Oh, we're glad that you're here, Darren Frost. <laughs> well, you just did. You just no, did. No, I did. I, I tripped over a couple fucking... 37.9 meter tsunami <laughs> hit that small country, and you're going to rub you it in their to, face you, like you that? You had to throw it in an... You had to put an Asian angle on it. I, I didn't, didn't... There's no Asian <laughs> angle. Yeah. You're just used to saying AA a lot, for no, fuck's sakes. Don't throw the Asian <laughs> angle around. Me glad you're drunk, Dave. <laughs> I Me glad you're here. All right. You're long time. All right. What, what was the Japanese? We want to turn this show into a hate crime. I will. <laughs> oh, we well, know you you're got no that, idea how the, what, what we're gonna. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Get your inner tube out. We go for a ride. Fuck. I'm gonna pee. Oh my I'm god. I really hope oh, you're peeing Flack. now. Pee, you're peeing now. I hope Axe Flack isn't sponsoring this show. Now. No, don't worry. Oh, or some kind of talking Christ. beaver. We're going to have to get a talking beaver to host this show. It's called Kathleen. <laughs> there we go. I threw the phone dog up. Dave, smack it down. Thank smack you. it down, Dave. Oh, my God. I'm the cutest beaver ever. Uh, well, so, same uh, teeth. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Kathleen, you still have a Facebook campaign going on right now to yes. open up for Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of flack from uh, comedians and other things. But, no, but I now, just want to do a show at Massey Hall. Fuck. Again. The uh, but but after the recent reports of Charlie Sheen bombing in Detroit, and then uh, and then he I did he, have, he mixed up he changed his show around a little Chicago. bit in Chicago. Yeah, I did have a comment uh, on my Facebook status from Michael Gelbart, who was here a couple weeks ago, and he said that uh, they've revamped his whole show. He's yeah. doing it as a talk show type thing, which is what he should have done in the first place. He shouldn't have tried to do stand up comedy, which everybody knew, but. I just love watching all the comedians go crazy. Like, well, we, we told you so. It's not so easy, is it? I'm like, yeah. All the comedians down. were dice clay. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't so easy getting up Do on it, there. Now make oh. them Japanese. I make them Japanese. Little... It wasn't so easy getting up on the there. <laughs> I just thought it was really. Degree, degree. Ooh. I just thought it was really funny because there's there are some comedians that uh you know that are are oh Charlie Sheen is a disgusting human being blah 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 why are you wasting your time right saying things like that and then I got in a little bit of a Twitter war with one uh, a I, Twitter you war could say Pete with one Pete Zedlacher last what night the fuck? I like, know 
Is that the, the fourth episode of Star Wars? Clone we Wars? We need to listen. We need to have Pete Zedlacher on this show because I always instigate him on Twitter because it's really funny because he takes it very seriously. Right, right. Like he was bitching. I don't think he takes Twitter seriously. Let me finish. He okay. was. He, yes, he does take Twitter very seriously. He takes himself seriously. He takes himself seriously. He do, but he was talking about Harper once and he was bitching about Harper and I'm like, what did he ever do to you? I know he's a terrible prime minister. I'm not a fucking idiot. Right. But I just said, oh, what did he ever do to you? And he goes, he ruined this country. He just went crazy. Easy. And then uh, on t- last night, I just tweeted, hey, I still want to open for Charlie Sheen. And then he tweeted me back. Oh, my tweet was, oh, this is, I sound like an idiot. I'm sorry for the listeners right now. Uh, my tweet was, uh, I still want to open for Charlie Sheen. And let's face it, some of the, uh, to all the comics that are bitching about it, some of your dick jokes don't work all the time either. Right, right, right. And he tweeted back, uh, I disagree. My dick jokes, er- every single one of my dick jokes work. Every time, and I was just like, "Well, then you're doing something wrong." Because every comic that I've ever heard that said if you never bomb, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. But I we got in a little tour, so I would like to have him on this show, and I want to have a a debate with Pete Zedlacher <laughs> because we're not going to get along. I don't think. Well, you know, you can't detect sarcasm in the written word, like I always That's say. A so it, yeah, it, yeah. It could have been like, "Well, well my dick joke." Works oh, I know. I'm sure. It was. And I don't. I'm not offended by anything that he said, and I thought it was funny. And then, right. and then at the end, he's like, "I'm going to bed," and I said, "Okay, good night, muffin. I'm going to buy you a copy of Men at Work." <laughs> right. But yeah, I just thought it was funny. But I, I mean, yes, Charlie Sheen bombed. Is anybody surprised? No. I just feel bad for the people that paid eighty five dollars a but ticket. What I'm going to say though is, I heard everybody was booing and heckling. Okay, so they went in there automatically doing that. That was part of the audience's fault too. Well, at the same time, what did they this, think? No, right? they yeah. booed yeah. and heckled the opening act. Yeah, yeah. Which, no, I know. I'm sorry. Like, if you're going to do that, then you're wrecking your own show. Well, you know, I I personally don't understand booing anyone at a show like that mm-hmm. when you haven't got to the headliner. Unless he's saying stuff that's very derogatory towards them yeah. or very offensive. Just sit down, shut up, and wait. Yeah. It's like it's like when I saw once uh, a music act get bottled off a Tragically Hip show. What did you think the hip was going to do? Come on earlier or be happy that, yeah, you know what? The audience is right. My opener did suck. No, they're going to come on pissed and it's not going to yeah. produce an environment that they want to perform in. Same thing here. By booing that guy yeah what charlie sheen gonna be like oh they're, they're right we better really oh, i'm gonna work i'm gonna turn this crowd around yeah no, no he's just gonna go fuck it i'm just gonna get high and and i'm gonna some take crazy these people's money and, and money. i don't care yeah. exactly. just like he did with two and a half men that's all he did yeah exactly well i think detroit's probably the last city that you want to yell at the crowd hey i already got your money man which is what <sighs> yeah. i think some of his goddesses were saying that right or oh. brie brie olsen and the other chick I love that you know his goddess's names. Well, um, how can you not know Brie? Anyways, this uh, weekend in Ottawa, I was in Ottawa, and mm-hmm. uh, I was at the Prescott, and after the, the Prescott, land the time forgot. Yep. Yeah, the Prescott afterwards. Mark Forward was at the Elgin Club. Oh, the retired Mark Forward. The retired yep. Mark Forward was yep. in his share uh, comeback tour. Yep. Um, I personally am a fan of Mark Forward, so I'm happy he's back. I find him funny, too. Yeah, I just didn't even, like the retirement thing. But yeah, yeah, you can't. Not everybody can like it, and I don't even know why he did it either. And I don't. Even, maybe he doesn't know why. But I guess this for our listeners, a guy who announced that he was retiring, got an article about it, and then he never retired. He made a very, very big deal by the big fact deal. that he was retiring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he started last he was... year in July or something. He's saying four more, six, yeah. six more months or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so he was, he was, he had an encore on Friday, which was he had a great set. Um, but on Saturday, one of the other comics' sister was in the front row drunk off her face and yelling and shouting things out and being obnoxious and who was the who's the comic jai harris yeah it was well. his half sister or something anyway mark and mark continually said you are related to one of the acts on the show what are you doing like right. and he wasn't being rude to her or anything and then at one point he said i made a new year's resolution to not let this stuff bother me anymore i'm just gonna go through my act and he kind of just turned his whole body away from that side of the crowd and he didn't he didn't Pay any attention to them, whatever, yeah. yeah. And I, I was expecting a Mark Forward lash out, but it didn't happen. And after the show, people were coming up to him and and saying all these things. But this woman came up. Oh my God, she was this big dumb drunk woman. After the show, same ch- chick, the sister. No, no, no. This was she a was with woman. that girl a, though. A different. Okay. She was okay. with that different group. woman. Okay. She was with that group of people. Right. It was full of a bunch of like big guys and like these this and this one girl. And she was a little chubby and she was a little in the face of Kathleen, the manager, and she went right in her face, and she goes, 
You can't tell us to be quiet. We paid for our own tickets. My husband is in the military. He fights for our freedom. And she was like yelling. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, first of all, fights for the freedom okay. of being a cunt in public. Okay. Exactly. And I'm like, Maybe we deserve to be bombed. Uh, yeah. I'm like, okay. So, so your husband fights for our freedom. What do you do? Sit at home and eat Cheetos all day? Like, right. is that what you're doing? Right. Like, it was just. I just, I know we Way talk about this a the lot on the show. Mothers. Way to go, Catherine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. I was going to ask for a number before I found out that she had a husband. But, <laughs> but I know we talk about it a lot on the show, but a show has a big big thing to do with the crowd. And if the crowd's going to be full of a bunch of drunk assholes that aren't going to take it seriously, yeah. it's going to be a shitty show. And yeah. all the other people around were complaining about that table and they were complaining to management because mm-hmm. they didn't address it. They didn't do nothing. They don't and give fuck all there. And it was very, very frustrating because they loved Mark, the other mm-hmm. half of the mm-hmm. room. He was doing great, but it's just wrecked the show. And I just, I just, I don't people, mind talking you know, about People this, go, but... why did you become this angry troll-like character on stage and so aggressive? It's like, you play these places enough. Look, I got kids. I'm not, I can't go to the States. There's reasons I have to keep playing the same places over and over again. And believe me, it kills me inside. But you have to become this aggressive little troll because I'm fighting in those same crowds yeah. all the time. Lack of respect. No one doing anything. Comedy club owners think we're, it's right that we get assaulted or we get uh, people yelling at us. They think it's okay and they do nothing about it. Yeah, it really has to. It's got to stop. They've got to have door people. The, the crowds have to understand that heckling is not part of a show. I don't yeah, care what you think. But if it ain't going to happen. Well, you never know. It might happen. It ain't. Well, I, I, I did a show this uh, weekend in some awful town. Well, basically, basically, the town was just like an intersection. It was uh, Merlin, Ontario. Mm-hmm. And there was one drunk guy right in the fucking row. And he and he, he kind of ruined a lot of the show for sure. a lot of the people there until it just got to the point where you're just going to like play with the guy. But it, it was sort of like, and it's the sound system was so shitty that I couldn't really even sort of heckle back and forth with the guy. I couldn't even. And also, I'm in a small town, and I don't know who this guy is. He right. might be the local lovable yeah. retard, and you know maybe he has a parade once a year because he's still alive or something like that. But right. I just, you know, you, you don't in a small town. It's hard to pick on the. Hey, don't say that about like uh, Jerry. What's wrong with him? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he's the lovable guy. Okay, you know, make this story. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just saying that you don't know. You can't. You don't have the freedom to pick on. And didn't somebody throw peanuts at you? Yeah, someone threw fucking peanuts at me. What the fuck is wrong with people? I I would. I actually, I was walking up the aisle to the back where I tried to drink as much. No, it's still, like, it's how's not that different? different it's there? not. That's what I'm saying. You're saying you're almost oh. just no. But it sounded like the way Kathleen said it. It sounded like they threw it in my face. No, no. they had the balls to throw it at the back of my head. <laughs> right. And it was and Pete Zedlock was uh, wrapping up. So I was in this weird position to like, do I turn around and go, hey, which which one of you fucking cunts threw some peanuts at me, right. or you do I ignore? No, I should. Well, no, oh, no, no. I'm just you don't teasing. do that. I was. I felt I was so enraged though. I would have leapt at the guy. Yep. And I would have strangled him. And I would have just. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what I was gonna do. Com- Comedy clubs will not hire door staff because they do the math. They got to pay the guy 10 bucks an hour for four hours a night. That's $40 a show. For four shows, that's 160 bucks times 52 is like nine grand a year. But you can't say that about all comedy clubs. You can say that about uh, something. 90%. I know, but I've been to Absolute Comedy, and they have door yes, guys. And they, yes, they and do. They, so you can't say that about all clubs. I didn't say it's, all clubs. Yuck the yuck clubs that we're playing. Step up. Yuck Yucks needs to step up because... Sure. And I don't want to get in trouble for this. I, I enjoy working for Yuck Yucks, but it makes, it, it makes yep. it hard. <laughs> Fuck back you guys. Pedal, pedal, Fuck you pedal. guys. No. I'm no, not no, backtracking. I, I don't think that they, they do the right thing. They should have somebody there to, like, to help the comedians because seriously, you know. What happens if someone jumps up on stage and, and... Hey, you don't have to ask me. No, no, no I know. It's happened converted. many times. Yeah. You know, people throw shit, they don't get kicked out. The owner of that comedy club still to this day on the internet says that I deserve what I got in their comedy club in London, Ontario. Yeah, So that's, that's why you'll never, you'll never see me at that club again. We're done. Yeah, but I, I just think that, like, it's... You're, you're only saying it... You're saying it's never going to happen because... It's not going to happen with this with Yuck Yucks. It's not. No, but it's not just you know. And I don't want to defend Yuck Yucks. And don't give out the check in the last fifteen minutes that the headliner's on either. Yeah. Wait, wait until the yeah. headliner gets off, and then when All, the, the comics is, doing the announcements, then then give it. The no, you yeah. can't. But that's a different issue because people walk out on bills so easily. Right. There, you got to talk to the comedy club waitresses who have to chase after people. Yeah. So there's a different issue there. I don't this mind. This is not a Canadian phenomenon in American clubs because when I did that, when I posted that assault clip, many comics from the states who saw emailed me and said. 
said, it's no different here. Yeah. They don't hire door staff a lot of times. Yeah. Or the door staff is the owner who's too busy getting drunk with someone in the kitchen and they're not policing the room. This is not a Canadian phenomenon. It's a cost measure that they don't want to try to get asses in the seats. They want to try to cut back on costs and therefore it puts comics in jeopardy. Yeah. Well, maybe one of us will get murdered. Well, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. What? Dimebag Daryl got shot in the face when he was performing. I know. And you know what always fucks, bothers me about that? The guy that shot Dimebag Daryl, he was upset because there wasn't going to be a reunion tour. Well, you know how you fuck up a reunion tour? <laughs> you shoot one of the members of the band and right, kill him. Right. Well, there you fucked up. There's not going to be no big yeah. Who reunion tour. Well, then. and he was probably quite mentally ill as well. Well, yeah. He couldn't put two and fucking three together and no? get Pantera back. Hey, yo. Whoa. All right, well, we have to go to a break, uh, but this week our guest is uh, Scott McGilvery from Income Property, Woo! a show on HGTV in Canada and the States. Uh, we actually watched a, a copy of the show. Uh, I had seen clips before. I didn't think I knew the show, but I actually did, and watched an episode, and it's, it's a very, very good show for that kind of show. It's not really, um, I don't watch a lot of home improvement shows, but I was really uh, There's impressed There's a big market it. for it. There is a huge market for it. And uh, so uh, myself, Dave and Kathleen sat down with Scott and we will bring that to you right after the break. Yeah, cocking. Now with 20% more brand to keep you regular. From the bump, this is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Hi, I'm Todd Barry, famous American comedian. You're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on XM Radio, Canada. Show me on the dial where the bad man touched you. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Okay, we're back from the break, and this week our guest uh, from Home and Garden Television, Scott McGilvery, who's a host of Income Property. Season 4 starts next. Welcome, Scott. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on the show. So Thank Season 4, that's uh, that's quite an accomplishment in, in Canadian television. It is, it is a, a pretty big accomplishment. I think only about 2% of shows make it to a, a fourth or fifth season. Yeah, for sure. Well, that and red-green, obviously. Yeah, well, we have a lot in common. So. <laughs> you use a lot of duct tape. That's yes, right. absolutely. <laughs> so just for the listeners at home, just a quick uh, explanation if they don't know the show, just a you know, little 30-second soundbite of what exactly is income property. Yeah, we've been doing income property on HGTV for a few years now, and uh, basically we help homeowners who are struggling with their mortgage or have run into financial situations uh, we help by putting in an income suite in their home and generating some extra cash flow. So how did you even think of this show? I mean, it's, it's, I watched an episode. It's very interesting, but it, it does seem like, wow, when you first look at it, you're like, it's kind of an amazing thing. Did you, was it your idea? Was it someone else's? How did that actually work? Well, it's kind of random. Like the whole idea of income properties is, is random for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's actually, I'm a real estate investor. I've been investing in real estate for just over 10 years. And I started in university. I bought a property, rented it out to my friends and for myself to live in. Right. And I realized, hey, this is a great business model. Uh, <laughs> started buying more properties, fixing them up, renting them out, turning them into duplexes. Um, and I'm a general contractor as well. So the two together, uh, right. perfect skills. And uh, I did some side work for HGTV, just some construction work. And I got speaking to the executives about what I do, on the, what I do for a living. And they loved the idea. So I kind of pitched... I, I unintentionally pitched the show, and they asked me to do it. And the okay. fact that you look like Tom Cruise a little bit had nothing to do with it. That had nothing to do with it. <laughs> We're not even in 30 seconds. Listen to I'm Kathleen. sorry! Don't stop hitting on the man. I didn't even know he, he was coming today because Jeez. I'm not informed usually by Darren and Dave. Yeah, well, and then for this a guy, reason. This guy looks like Tom Cruise. He's like, hi, I'm on the show today. I'm like, well, it yeah, is well, my birthday. If we tell you early, <laughs> you're going to have printouts and puppets. We want to not embarrass the guy. <laughs> well, I brought a hammer for you. Yes! I bet. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Dave, yeah. Darren. Anyways. Jeez. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, what the now? Well, how, why is it? There's such an awful stigma attached to the word landlord, and when they uh, when they immediately when they they introduce, cause I watched the episode that you gave us, and uh, it says uh, I forget what the first word <laughs> in your title was, but the second word was landlord. Yes. Now, how do you how do you shake off and try word. to be the nicest not the nice guy landlord? Like the pearl landlord that the like Will not the slum lord. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, a lot of people don't like the word landlord, but the the reality is that. You know, you look at some of the wealthiest people in the world, and they are real estate investors, which is a fancy word for landlord, really. Mm -hmm. um, and because we're, we're sort of grassroots real estate investing with our homeowners, it really is sort of, it is landlording. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Uh, there's nothing wrong with making some money, you know, renting My out grandpa places. always said that real estate is the best investment because... And did you listen to him? Well, I have a condo in Edmonton. It's kind of fucking me over right well, now. Well, you, remember, you remembered what he said to you. Yeah. I but did. You haven't followed through, I guess. <laughs> but you do have a condo. You I, have, a I condo. have a condo in Edmonton, and I, I, it's a nice condo, but it's a, there was a market shift. But then someone who's in the insider, he's like, oh, Edmonton's going to boom again. So, well, whatever. We'll see. Yeah, you got to watch out for speculation. We, we believe in positive cash flow only, so we only buy properties that have immediate positive cash flow. Right. Because on the show, you, you know, you kind of give the people like three options of what to do with their top floor, yeah. and they go for the the most expensive, <laughs> most outrageous one. Not always. Do you Not ever always. do you ever sway people of just like uh, be like ah, I don't know if this is such a great idea for you, or do you just say go with, you go with whatever option we give you? You know, what, no matter what, our homeowners are usually in a tough situation, so we try to give them a couple options. Like here's what you could do with this space, and and then we try to also play off what we know they want as right. well because homeowners quickly tell you oh I'd like this and I'd like that usually it's well out of their reach but you give them both options and watch them kind of fight over their emotional desire to have one and their fundamental needs to have the other so is this show do you like is it like restaurant makeover where you they put in some money and you put in some money or do yeah it's kind of like that because okay. although we don't so show you don't just show, like we're coming in and renovating for free like the price is right it's coming to your house no it's not yeah. like the the lottery has been won here right yeah you have to be want to renovate and you, want to turn your place into you food. have to be invested in this yeah. because it is pretty serious stuff because once the show is done they're, they're benefiting from that investment whereas yeah. so of course they have to throw some money into it whether it's even all of it because at the end like the one episode i saw they almost doubled their investment per month so oh yeah, yeah big time big time some people are cashing in making a lot of money now you've done almost i would assume almost 100 episodes is it 26 episodes per year we're doing uh, what episode are we on we're on a run to 65 right now and okay. we just uh we're just talking about going up to 94 episodes so we're, we're getting there right so have you ever walked into a place and just shivered and went i don't know if we should even do this <laughs> we're gonna find a body underneath the floor you know what i mean like something oh, yeah. like like just... in dave martin's apartment if yeah. we were to go to dave martin's apartment <laughs> yeah. We Crystallized Kleenex boxes, you know. First, first of all, I rent, so I, I don't even put things. <laughs> You're not a homeowner, There's... Dave? That shocks me. Wow. Why is that shocking? Really? <laughs> you didn't listen to Kathleen's grandfather? No, not at all. Yeah. Oh, nobody's listening to Kathleen's grandfather. They should. My grandfather was wise. <laughs> he's dead now, so no, he can't he's not. To don't you dare <laughs> say that. Whatever. Whatever. That's upsetting. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Throwing the real thing. estate thing around like he's a genius. Come on. <laughs> he was an encyclopedia salesman, oh, yeah. and he made his money at the I races. Bet. I'm not even kidding. What's he gonna say next? Life is like a box of chocolates don't wear white after labor day yeah. okay whatever <laughs> the uh now uh, in uh there's one part of the show where you find a whole bunch of like pipes that are not they're they're not exposed but like they're right up against the wall without any insulation at all oh, so yeah. i mean there's uh so there's always like new costs that you find uh, upon renovating on things and well, so these... how do you how do you deal with that when it when you know you when you make an initial proposal and then <sighs> when, it turns out to be well when you make an initial proposal it is an estimate you know and we sign the deal with the homeowners it's like here's the estimate of the work to be completed and then there's obviously like change of work orders which are these separate documents it's like if we find something that we couldn't see before we tore down the walls, we'll uh, we'll give you the option to fix it, and we'll give you a price. Yeah, right. you're, not, you're not like one of those car mechanics where you are always going to find something else wrong. But <laughs> sometimes, does how often does the proposal be like, oh wow, it was just what you proposed, and that was it? Or is there always new stuff found? I honestly, I don't want to find anything new. I would love to just stick to the plan. It's not always, sure. it doesn't always work out that way. If it's like a matter of safety and concern so if it's a health thing or a mold thing i always say look this has to be done and it's going to cost this much 
if it's something that uh, I think could be suggested, I'll let them know. Like maybe your pipes should be moved off an exterior wall. Wait, what do you know freeze. about my pipes? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. okay. It's a little crowded in here, but whatever. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> hey, but you also have a new show that you were talking about with Mike Holmes, and it's about All American Handyman. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called the All American Handyman, and that airs on so Income Properties Monday night. And then All-American Handyman is Tuesday night. Hosted by two Canadians. Hosted by two Canadians. And we were, <laughs> so we we were asked by the uh, the guys at the HGTV US network oh, okay. to come down to the States and and basically go across the nation and find their best handyman in America. That's awesome. Can I say something about handyman? Um, because <laughs> Claire Brousseau... <laughs> you're, you're winking at Claire me. Claire Brousseau has a story. Claire Brousseau is another female comedian in Toronto. And she said she hired a handyman to come in and, and uh, nail and things to her another, wall. Oh, okay. And oh. she ended up nailing him for like two weeks. Whoa! <laughs> Was, did she have enough so money? is that going to be one of the events of All American Handyman? Um, lonely single oh, woman yeah. hires. Wait, let yeah. me finish. Yeah, go ahead. Lonely single woman hires a handyman, and the handyman has to either like avoid being <laughs> raped or. <laughs> I, I think that okay. should be one of the parts of the television. There's a lot show. of drilling and screwing, but uh, <laughs> I love <nothing>. construction. <laughs> you would do well on set. I think oh you would yeah. Enjoy Can it. I I'm oh, yeah. just volunteer and be a production assistant. I'll just carry wood around. <laughs> yeah, you'll like that's any different. Lumber. I mean, production assistant or fluffer or oh, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, construction fluffer, Kathleen McGee. <laughs> My mom is proud of me. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, you're doing you're doing a second show. What's very interesting to me, especially in the last five years, is how big this whole marketplace has become on television for these types of shows. Where even five years ago, you may have had one show like this, but yourself, you're on two, and and there's other in this kind of category. Why do you think that is? Do you think people are learning things from the show and incorporating it, or they like just the element of surprise, kind of like the what not to wear, seeing it before and after? There's definitely, a, the before and after is a huge draw. Sure. But I think as well, like with income property, it's timing is a big thing as well, especially in the United States. The show does extremely well in the States where people need income properties yeah. just to be able to survive survive and make the mortgage payments and then we're finding it's even in Canada you know like Toronto Vancouver where people can barely afford these mortgages they also need income properties it's kind of weird it works on both ends mm -hmm. when the economy tanks they need the money because they're losing their jobs and when the economy's burning hot no one can afford a mortgage so they need an income property to be able to afford these homes right yeah it's kind of like a win-win for me and you, you, you've bought houses and you've renovated them and, and sold them. You've done, you flipped houses. I used to flip houses, but my big thing is buy and hold. So we have, we have lots of properties that we hold on to and rent. I always kind of wanted to do that. Like I went, uh, I volunteered for our Habitat for Humanity one weekend and we built a house. That's very different. If, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Make me look like a bitch for doing something special for people. Yo, so what did you do? <laughs> Let me guess. You went over there and handled their lumber. I handled their lumber. Uh -huh. um, I drywalled. I uh, framed. It Whoa. was exciting. Are you just throwing around words? No. That you read in a book? Or? Everybody thinks. She's on the internet right now, trust me. <laughs> I am oh, not. Yeah. I actually know what I'm doing somewhat because my uncle, when he renovated our place, I drywalled and tiled with him. Mm. But what's your favorite part of renovating? I, Stop whoops. it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Excuse me. Uh, what, what is your favorite part of renovating? I think the demolition's the best. Yeah, I guess That's the most things. interesting. It's like. Yeah, you're like an archaeologist in some of these houses. You're just tearing it apart, and you never know what you're going to find. Do you ever find stuff in, but what's the weirdest thing you found, like, in a wall? Because I know... <sighs> I, know I, like I like an old construction cool. worker? People used to stuff weird stuff in the wall for oh, insulation. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, we find bras and shirts and disgusting underwear in the walls. Why in the walls? Like, you're cheating on your wife, so you stuff <laughs> your mistress's underwear in the walls? You, you just, who knows? Yeah, no, her underwear. Little, just stuff your mistress in the walls. <laughs> no, but you know where we found her. a few of them. People I, are going to do that now. That's you know what? I found something I liked recently. There was, uh, we ripped open one wall, and there was this really old house, and there's this bottle of, like, scotch. With just, oh. like, it's empty. It's empty, but oh. it's sitting there oh. at the bottom. And across the label, it says... Andrew got pissed drunk here in 1901. Shut up! Oh, wow. The guy drank the bottle, signed it, and threw it in the wall while he was doing construction, and we found it over 100 years later. They said pissed drunk in 1901? Pissed drunk, and I couldn't believe it. I'm doing like, construction. Like, something's wow. never changed. That's yeah, when you want to sell no. that property. He was drunk doing construction. Changed. Well, uh, a, a friend of the show, Mike Wilmot, uh, has, lives in Toronto. He has a very old house here, and uh, actually in the walls of his house, he has horse hair 
That oh, was yeah. like the old insulation that they would have would be horsehair. Yeah, that's common. We find we find that all the time, stuff like that, horsehair and just random. Do you ever products. find a treasure? Uh, sometimes we find some old change. We find some, you know, just small things, not real treasure. We found some, one time we found all these little microfiche things that were probably from like the 40s. Oh, I wow. thought maybe yeah. we were going to find out, you know, some government conspiracies, but. But it's Canada and there's no up. such thing as a government yeah, conspiracy because like we're dull and boring. Snowflakes. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was hiding in the wall. The original WikiLeaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. But I, I went to, there was uh, for a while between very lucrative comedy gigs, I was doing construction work. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> for a day, right? No, for quite a while. You're frail now you're going to throw around some terms. Well, yep. I'm going to—I'll crack you with my frail manhead, Kathleen. Oh, the, oh. Uh, <laughs> no, but I—I I, I was going up into the attic, and uh, I was—and they used like cork, like very loose cork for insulation too. Really? Yeah. That might have been asbestos. No, no, no. It was definitely cork. <laughs> Dave, you might want to go get checked for cancer. Yeah. No, no. I—I've I, I played with asbestos before. Have that you had asbestos. to encounter asbestos? Oh yeah, we see that all the time. Do, do you think there's a lot of places that still have asbestos in it? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Almost really? every house oh, downtown. Yeah. That, yeah. The, the old dangerous. ductwork's covered in it. There's insulation. It's in the walls. It's in the tiles. It's mm -hmm. everywhere. Oh, my God. How come we don't see a lot of, like, home renovation competition shows? Like, who can renovate a bathroom fastest? Because <laughs> that leads to disaster. <laughs> that leads it's, to a scotch bottle in the wall a hundred years yeah, earlier. Exactly. Well, this this All American Handyman is is a reno competition show. Who's the Simon on the show? Who's going to be like? <laughs> I don't know who taught you how to hammer something. That's kind of Mike Holmes. He gets mad at people. I love yeah. watching Mike Holmes. Who the hell hired this electrician that's going to burn this house down and kill this family? And I just like, yeah, you tell him, Mike Holmes. Yeah, Mike's pretty pissed off. All the time? Oh, well, his he's pretty pissed off. He know? seems nice, though. He's, he's a nice guy. I like him. but He just doesn't like seeing people Yeah, get but when over. he's not happy about something, it's yeah. go time. What about this for a show idea? That Like, you and Mike Holmes find this really big house, and you yeah. cut it in half, okay. and then you start working on one half, and yeah. then he starts working <laughs> on the other half, yeah. and whoever finishes... Um, I don't know. I guess they win or something. They win half a house, and they win. No, they win the whole house, and they get to finish what the other <laughs> and guy. And they didn't have finish. to sew it back together. Yeah. No, they don't literally. You know what? Cut why don't half. I start pitching radio show ideas to you guys? There we go. Oh, I like it. Zing! Right in the face. <laughs> Good one. Right, right in, in your, your face, face, Dave. Dave. Oh, right shit. in your face, Dave. See how a guest comes on the show and knows which person to attack. It's every always time. Dave. It's, it's always weird. Dave. It's just like you know. Yeah. You know, well, do you really hate that movie, The Money Pit, with Tom Hanks and Shelley Long? That's a great movie. It is a great movie. You must love that. You Jack. Off of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you really? Do you like, oh, like, oh, two weeks, two weeks. Is it the climax point when the bathtub falls there. through the roof? That's, no. that's pretty much the Do you cheer and spill your popcorn as you're eating that every night? I put it on early at, or late at night by myself. I yeah. watch the money pit. Okay. Make sure none of the neighbors yeah. are looking in the windows. <laughs> sure. I'm like, the oh, first yeah. time, oh, yeah. and then Let when the she comes break. in, you don't want to. <laughs> Let those floors break. Oh. Let those floors. Look at those exposed nails. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I would deceive those people. Oh, oh I got my cocking gun out. Uh, say two weeks, two weeks, it'll it's be done in two of, weeks. It's full of sealer. You guys are, you guys are pretty sick and disturbed. We I'm know. telling you. I know. The know only that. thing right. I'm interested when I'm looking at a house, I just want to see a separate entrance, you know? No. Like, uh, so, oh, so yeah. you can Another way to get out when someone property. comes home. No, no. no. <laughs> you know who has that? Um, Scott Thompson uh, from Kids in the Hall. He bought a condo specifically because he was paranoid that people were chasing him and he wanted to have two, an entrance and an exit. <laughs> Bless me. Look at you. He's crazy. He's yeah, it crazy. sounds like crazy people. Uh, no, well, yeah, I, I would want a separate exit too. Like I a like the, se no, the separate entrance, like a basement apartment. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the best. That's where the money is. Oh, That's what gets me excited. Oh, my God. I have you guys ever go big windows That's in the a basement. Weird, a weird porn drooling. site to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Show me your separate entrance. My please. new apartment <laughs> is a lot like that. That is my new apartment. It is a separate entrance. We have really? large windows. Oh, I'd like to see your separate entrance. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I tried with my wife only on our anniversary. She said, no way. You got to get her drunk first to yeah. see her exit I'm hole. hundred-year-old scotch. <laughs> Rent is too I'd like high. to see your yeah. separate entrance. When you're around, ladies, is that how you pick them up? I'd like to see your separate entrance. <laughs> well, whatever. I can. I don't mind checking out their finished basement. Whatever. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my Hit God. Hit the button, Dave. Hit that. <laughs> wah, 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 we may wah. be sick, <laughs> but that was hacky. <laughs> oh, that was the wrong one. <laughs> that was funny. Now, though. I do have a, a question. <laughs> Do you guys ever have any kind of follow-ups from like kind of season one or season two? Do you ever kind of like get a you know a postcard or a letter saying, "Hey, we 
know, still love what you did and we're doing well or, you know. Or F you. No, not <laughs> you so much bastard, that. but you, know, you ruined my yeah. life. No, but they may go, we bought another property and we want you to come in and do another one, you know. Yeah, like, that's, it's random that you asked me that. I don't know if you know that we did uh, we did no. a one-hour look back episode. Okay. Which is actually what airs tonight, which is random. Okay. Uh, so season four actually doesn't start till next Monday. Right. Tonight we have a one-hour special where we go back and we visit all the people that we turned into landlords. Oh, okay. We visit people from season one, season two, season three, see what happened, see how much money they made. Man, you should see how much money these people are making. It is disgusting. You'll want to throw up. Oh, I already do. Why is every yeah. landlord I've ever had crazy? Like, and there's like some element of craziness <laughs> to them. I don't know. We are all a little bit crazy. It's right. like a bit of random craziness. But uh, I don't know. I think they just they just like making money. So it's maybe all... you don't live where there's a lot of alleys, Dave. You ever thought about that? <laughs> no, well, a lot might have to do with the places I move, the, yeah. the areas that I move into. Yeah. Uh, but I've just had some crazy, crazy landlords. Kind of like the pot calling the kettle black, though. Wouldn't yeah. you say, Dave? No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Dave. Well, because Dave. I'm not very crazy. good at reading people. Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> so when you're not renovating, what kind of things do or you enjoy fun doing? Of me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Kathleen still trying to act like it's speed dating. So when you're not no! renovating, what do you do? Are you a dog or cat person? Yes. This is what Kathleen say. I like dogs. If you had to be dogs on a desert island, dogs what's your favorite album? Yeah, dogs are nice. Dogs are better than cats, big time. Uh, what am I doing when I'm not filming the show? What do you do? Because you, I don't know. Because comedians just uh, sit and wallow in their own self-pity. That's what comedians do. Yeah. Well, I knew that. Yeah. That's <laughs> clearly yeah. obvious from their We're not pathetic. whacking to no. the money pit. What no. are you doing? I'm pretty much whacking to the money pit. Right. <laughs> That's exactly 24 it. 24-7. 24-7. Uh, no, I do. I, I don't know. I do the show, and then I've got two other businesses. On I was going to say, the show well. doesn't take a full year to do for you, does it? Uh, we run. We do film all year round. We're filming about 26 to 30 episodes oh. a year. Plus, oh, okay. I'm filming other shows. But right. um, what I'm really doing on the side is my real estate investing. I love buying houses, and we're down in the States a lot, buying properties and fixing them up. Because right. right now, down in the States, it's a great time to be, well, maybe not now, but when, but a year or two ago, you could get, like, a house in Arizona for $20,000. So I, I bought a house yesterday for $5,000. Where? Where, Detroit? Like, like no, for 18 I, bucks or something? I bought one in, uh, uh, where did I buy it yesterday? I don't even know. Not that includes Detroit. land and everything. That's the house. You Three don't. Bedroom, okay. Two bathroom. Excuse yeah. me. I'm learning. I'm just. Cleveland. I'm just barely trying to pay my rent. <laughs> and this guy, I bought a house for five grand. <laughs> yeah. yeah no. It's possible. We for buy. Sure. We buy a few houses a week. Probably three or four houses a week in the states. Anywhere between five and twenty-five thousand. How do you find five thousand dollar homes? How do you find five thousand? Oh, you don't want to. You don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't work in radio. First of all, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. So it comes a little easier. Man, you won't be on radio for much longer. Listen to Dave, taking He's it to heart. Pouting. Well, no. The good news is there's properties you can buy for a dollar as well, Dave. So yeah. Oh, you're well, almost there. Yep. But they're all run down, and you've got to fix them up. Yeah. No, stuff. the dollar properties are horrible. Um, you know they're they're boarded up. There's squatters in some. Like the they filmed three episodes of Intervention in them. <laughs> yeah, it's just bad. You don't want to be buying those ones. Detroit is a mess. Like yeah. they just said that in the last ten years, and not just because Charlie Sheen bombed there. Oh yeah, that was awful. Yeah, or or really good, but or really good. <laughs> now in the last ten years, twenty five percent of Detroit's population has moved away. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's a city that's crumbling been, away. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. just falling apart, and you know, there's abandoned houses, and the the local governments are willing to just basically give them away for a dollar if you're willing to pay the taxes. Yeah. Fuck. So it's awful. It's just it's just awful though. You couldn't you wouldn't want to buy those. But there are a other areas where. You know, people in good neighborhoods can't afford to pay for their homes. They've lost them to foreclosure. Yeah. Uh, and then above and beyond that, they've lost them to the, to the local cities, like tax deeds and tax liens, because they haven't paid their property taxes. And they go on auction, and you can get a house for five, ten grand, and it's worth 50, 60 Gs. Whoa. Yeah. Now, now, do you not like condominiums because no one can really renovate a condo? Not a huge condo fan. I, I, I have a few not. condos, but they don't they don't do they don't do as well as uh, single family homes or commercial buildings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we were actually almost out of time. <laughs> that Wait. was like a depressing yeah, note. Oh, okay. You don't do condos. Sad, sour note on, <laughs> on that sad note, get out your caulking gun. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Kathleen. You're Thank welcome. you for rising you know, the spirits. That's why I'm here. Um, so this uh, Income Property airs every Monday night on HGTV. What uh, what time is it at? 
It's on at 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. And when is the Mike Holmes show going to start airing? So Mike and I, our show is tomorrow night at 10 o'clock, Tuesday nights. Okay. So please look to that. And do you have a website if anybody wants to sign up for the show, either of the two shows? Where, yeah, where do they go? Yeah, you would go to uh, hgtv.ca. Okay. And there's a casting call for the shows. Oh, Perfect. Th- that's, I find that interesting. So how much, like, do you some, if, like, someone's really dull and boring, but they have a more interesting house to fix, but and then you get some people that are really more charismatic, do you go for the people that are going to make more interesting television? It's a tough call. It's a it's a balance between the renovation story and the human story. Oh, so right. If you yeah. get someone who's like, well, I want to fix up my basement, yeah. <laughs> something who's we'll all nutsoid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're crazy. We like it. We like crazy people, but you can't always have crazy people. <laughs> I don't even know who that was, Dave, but I want to meet that I guy. I was a crazy person that wanted his ba- basement uh, refinished <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> yeah. so my crystal meth buddies can come yeah, over yeah. and hang. Oh. I want to make yeah. I want to make a good uh, little shack in the back for my math. Yeah, can yeah, you yeah. do that. All right. Well, thanks, Scott. Thanks for coming by the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, please, in like say six months or eight months, come on back, and we'll get an update on the next season. Sounds good. Great. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Thanks Thank for you bringing guys. your hammer. <laughs> <laughs> She's Every always got to have the last word. I do. Don't touch that dial. It was molested, and it brings back horrible memories. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. Hi, it's me, Tom Papa from The Marriage Ref. You're listening to Anything Goes on XM Radio. It's hilarious. Even when you're a star, a punch in the head is still a punch in the head. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost, Dave Martin, and Kathleen McGee. All right, back from the break, and that was Scott McGilvery from Income Property. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Kathleen was crawling up the walls. I'm sorry. You know, he was a good, he's definitely he a good, a good looking, looking guy. Man. Yeah, good, he, a good yeah. looking guy, for sure. Yeah. If you're into that kind of thing. Well, I'm, when you're, you're in a studio with Dave Martin and Darren Frost all day. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love you both. Yeah. Oh, great. All right. See if that guy will pay your rent. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's see what I'm Hottie McHottie does. Uh, yeah. I'm, oh, Jesus Christ. If some big-titted stripper was in here, you guys would have both been like, oh, we got to look at uh, no. Tubby McGee over no. here. No, I would have been That's... like, you know what? Kathleen's classy. Oh, shut up. You would not. You you're would cla- not. You know what? You got to drop that fucking young person attitude because you're 30 now. I'm 30 So that whole now. looks are important thing, you're about, your whole body's about to go in the shitter now, downhill, oh, all right? God. It so was get never used out of the it. shitter. Get my used body's to it. never been out of the shitter. Come on. You're 30 now. Grow oh up. My God. Grow the fuck up. No, I refuse to grow up, but I'm excited that I'm 30. Yeah? Yeah. What have you done? <laughs> Since I turned 30. Yeah, is there anything big you've done? You skydived? You done anything? Or uh, You got your big party tonight? I threw up in a toilet, probably. That's tonight, so I, I'm yep. not even officially 30 yet. I turned 30 in, what's what's midnight from now? Six hours? Mm-hmm. Six hours, I'll be Something 30. like that, yeah. Yeah, wow. I'll turn into a pumpkin. I don't know. I haven't done anything special. I haven't done anything special in well, my you're going to go for dinner after this with some yeah. friends, and, and then you're going to party. the Drake Hotel. Right. Can I get some wastedness happening? Right. And then uh, tomorrow, I uh, wake up 30. And, right. Uh, but you're not scared. You're not no, worried I'm actually, about it. You're, 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 you're embracing it. You should be. be no, very I'm scared, scared for 40. I saw, very I see 40, for 40 next 40. to me, and that's yeah. what scares me. 30, I'm excited for. Everyone says everything happens when you're 30, so I'm really? hoping. Oh, fuck. I'm hoping things happen when well, I'm Well, a lot 30. of people say that your 20s or your write-off is a write-off, or that's what I keep saying to myself every morning, <laughs> and your 30s. But uh, but a lot of people say that, yeah, yeah, everything's sort of, you got, you know, you have a, a whole 20 years of experience behind you. Yeah. And, wait, and I'm, I'm supposed to hit my sexual peak. You think I'm horny earlier. Now, like, I'm just going to be crazy and uh, talking about cocks. And do you think you're talking to Scott right now? I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, though, the thing is, in, in your 30s, you have enough life experience and enough um, perspective yeah. perspective to appreciate what's going on. In your 20s, I don't know if you have that. Some people do. I didn't. I didn't really, I don't think, really mature until I was in my 30s. Yeah, I think in your 30s, you just kind of... I'm still waiting. Finished. I don't think you're yeah. ever going to mature. No, I don't That's think Dave, so either. I don't think it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. That's but... Dave's corner. Do it, Dave. Do I started... On. I started... Exactly. Mm. I started a blog even, not even right. for my 30th birthday, but I started a blog, just more of a writing And you pretty exercise. much just take Claire Brousseau's blog and change your name and just post it? Is that what you Are do? Are you or? fucking kidding me? You think I could stay <laughs> away from cock for a whole year? No. That's bullshit. I don't even know. Claire. I don't even think I can. <laughs> 
I don't even know if Claire has. But... I don't even think I can. I'm at the fucking pool all the time. Just cock everywhere. The pool. <laughs> my no, my not. blog is about songs. I just like I just wanted something to write about every day, and I didn't want it to be just about comedy. So I right. My blog is called uh, Heart Songs. It's like Kathleen McGee Heart Songs. Dot blogspot or whatever, however you get. Well, we'll, I don't know what you're I'm saying. I'm sure we'll, we'll be plugging the shit out of your blog in, in, in no, weeks to come. Yes, no, I, I think. But that's... it's actually pretty interesting, and I'm going to get some guest people. <laughs> like, it's actually pretty interesting. No, I want the pretty boring one. Where's the pretty boring one? Oh, I, I love how you, you're oh, <coughs> plugging your your, your putting quotations <laughs> underneath your own blog. Shit. I, I found out things about I'm myself. Surprised. I found I out things too. about myself about because uh, I did a song about Whitney Houston. Whoa, and. Okay. Uh, uh, that oh I can't remember the name of the song right oh, now. Oh well, that's not important for the blog. The Fuck greatest love of all. Greatest, no no no. It was. I want to dance with somebody. No, it was Dave laying it down. Yeah I know. Uh, yeah, two songs. I well, bet I would have said. But anyway, it's the one about this woman who's a mistress, and I used to sing that with my mom when I was five, and like just belt it out, and I'm like then I read the lyrics now, and I'm like. This was all about being a, a mistress. Now I know why I like married men. Like this is what's right. going on. Is I'm discovering things, but no, I just like it. And I'm going to get you guys to do guest blogs on it. So. Right. I don't How know, about I just, Whitney Houston songs? Can I do a Whitney Houston song? Yeah, yeah Darren's going fucking right. I can. Whitney yeah. Houston, greatest song. love of all. You're going to do an Indigo Girls song. Yes, I will. I know you I will. will. An Indigo Girls song. <laughs> and I will be... bring you to the Indigo Girls side. No, no. What do you, what do you look for in a song that uh, that you're going to blog about? I, I mean, just, it just has to be. Some it's called Heart Songs because of the Weezer song Heart Songs, which is basically just like songs that they that listened to that they that you love and why you love them and what or that you hate or something. Like there's some songs that I used to have. That remind me of an ex that I don't like anymore. You know, right. like something right. like that. Like but, lollipop or something? Yeah, like lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> purple people eater. You know? uh, yeah. <laughs> he used to call my vagina purple people eater. Uh, so. is that what <laughs> okay, that's kind of weird. I'm kidding. Uh, Whatever. But I think I, I got a pretty good idea of like the uh, what what song I'll probably be writing about. Uh, the, <laughs> What, can I say it? Or Go ahead. It, it'll probably be from the, the, the Who album, uh, Quadrophenia, the uh, I've Had Enough, where the guy just basically talks about all the shit that he used to do when he was a mod and he was a gang, uh, in a gang and stuff. And But this is a song that you remember listed, that brings you back somewhere when you listen well, to it? Well, yeah. No, it's, it, it, it comes Dave from when I was a mod when he was young. When I was in high school and then I was a, I was a, I was a mod, yeah. yeah. And then when I decided I, I wasn't going to be that anymore. Yeah. What I'll, is a mod? Uh, what well, did you stand I, for? Well, okay. Uh, basically, yeah. the the original mods yeah. were against all... the rockers. Well, do you want me to do you want me to say this? Yeah, go okay, ahead. Well, the original mods were all orphans of World War II pilots, and that's why they wear the band bomb jackets and the parkas and stuff like that. And that's why they have the uh, British emblem for the, so you uh, the fighter to be pilots. An Yes, I wanted to be an orphan, Kathleen. <laughs> no, it's just, and also what they stood for was finish. looking their best in the worst times. So that's why they would wear like you know suit jackets, and they and so they would save up all their money to have like this really good exterior. So were you that them. little kid in like grade six that wore a suit and carried a briefcase to school? No, no, not in grade six. Like in grade like uh, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Now, do you think like the that. average mod knew that? That no. definition that you just said, why they're mods? No. I don't think I would. I bet you. More than half don't even know why sure. they dress that way. Yeah, but then also then there's also and then the mods also were uh, like big fans of like ska music and like, right. And then there was also like a lot of like reggae would be in that. But mm -hmm. like like I like the British Invasion sort of like the Who and Yardbirds sort of. That's the music that I listen to as well. And also they would party hard and they would like your and, grandfather's music, Kathleen. Yeah. I know. Sometimes listening to music with Dave is a little. Yeah, I'm sure he feels the same way about me. He's like, okay, can we turn you love off that Friday song? Can we too. turn off? I don't love that. You love song. it. Well, you love it enough Friday. to look up the lyrics and sing it to me. That when we were... I was oh. I wasn't singing. I told you what they were because you wanted to hear what they were. Am I here right now, or are you guys just barely? <laughs> <laughs> I don't love the Friday song. Yes, you do. You downloaded it and read it. I did. <laughs> you know when they blur people's faces out on cops? That's yeah. just when I look at Darren. That's all exactly. I see. I just see a big blurry. Yeah. Image. Yeah, blurred face and like we're taping fucking kitty porn in the next room or something. <laughs> well, you went there, okay. Well, well, swirly face mask, come on. All right, I where did the swirly face mask come up? I all right this weekend going driving back from uh, back in that shitty one nighter with uh, Pete and, uh, oh, and, and John Hastings. Yeah, I brought up well, the whole I taped, swirly I taped face a, mask a debaters thing. in Vancouver. Did oh, tell you? us, tell us all yeah. about it for CBC what television. Was your debate? And actually, it went quite well. It went all right. What uh, did you wear? I debated. I wore a purple shirt. Because oh, I wanted who? to be colorful. Uh, by my wife. She picked it out in the <laughs> store in Sudbury. So I'm sure there's eight other dudes with that shirt on right now. 
Uh, I debated beauty versus brains with John Steinberg. Ooh, and what did beauty or brains? Uh, well, I picked that brains was an easier life. If you have brains, you had it easier. And he picked if you were beautiful, you had it easier. And we tied, but uh, it was very difficult to argue with John because John is very kind of um, not energetic. And yeah. his points of view come from a side position where I was very matter of fact. So it was very interesting to try to debate. It was almost like debating Rain Man. I don't mean that in such a negative way as calling <laughs> no, him that, but just he would say something and I didn't know where to go because there was nowhere to go with it. There wasn't as much back or forth, but you know, the show was funny and that's all that matters. The producers were happy, the audience laughed. Do you know when that show's going to start airing on uh, TV? Well, the first round they taped in November, going to start in spring, so probably fall, maybe late summer fall. Exciting. Yeah. And then this weekend I'm in Winnipeg where I'm I'm a little nervous about <laughs> my uh Gala set. And, and oh, Kath- we had the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. Yes. Kathleen threw out a challenge to the producers of the debaters to bring the, oh. the two of us on. <laughs> oh, I didn't say week. the two of us. I just last said week. I dare oh, you. you. I was just like, I was like, oh, I've never been on the debaters. I dare the debaters to put me on. I thought you said us last week. You said, I dare. I don't not, think so. Not like we would do it together, but I'm just saying. No, that, I think like, you wanted I me to say us, but I didn't. Well, I didn't want you to do anything, but I just said, <laughs> I basically, <laughs> you basically said that I dare them. I dare them Maybe. to put you and. Maybe, but what does it matter? Well, just it just uh, we were talking about the debaters and Darren. That's another reason why I kind of wanted to write this blog so that people can't say, "Oh, she can only write dirty," like right. Yeah, so hopefully, whatever. Because yeah. that's been my thing. I've been recommend. I know that I've been recommended to the debaters for at least two or three years mm-hmm. by other comics in Alberta that have done it. When they're always asking for a girl, they always put my name in, and I've never once been contacted with by them. Never once. But I'll tell you my situation. I was I was uh, referred by dozens of comics yeah. because obviously my act is point of view and what happened was he had to see my act he had to see me live before it didn't i guess you know they've probably been burned before i'm not defending them but they just they want to see someone live yeah. see what you do and then maybe so you know uh, unfortunately you know it's cbc i don't have a lot of hope in cbc ever picking me up for anything but well, you never know yeah but anyways know. <laughs> you know? uh you're gonna be in winnipeg at the winnipeg comedy festival yes. that's exciting doing the nasty show so the we'll see what happens show. there you've had some nasty words for the winnipeg fest in uh previously haven't you yeah yeah and now that they're bringing you on board yeah. And so, uh, well, are my you... attitude about all the festivals in this country has always been the same, and that is, if you've had a nasty show and I haven't been on it, then I think we're not in the same business. Right. You You're know, not I doing really, the job. I'm sorry. You know, I would say that to any other faces. It's like I do a certain kind of comedy, and that's what it is, and and that's it. Just doesn't make any sense to me that guys like me and Kenny Robinson, year after year, have to sit out, and we haven't done the fest. Well, it's frustrating to me too. I mean, not that I've been in it long enough to no, be no, complaining but, yeah. about it, but it it does bother me when I'm like, okay, you're gonna label me and brand me as a dirty comic and as a dark comic, um, but then you're gonna book comics that aren't dark or dirty on right. your dark and dirty shows and get them just to say fuck more. And yeah. it's like, okay. Well, if you're going to make shows for people like that, mm-hmm. let us do them. Mm-hmm. Why are you... Uh, it drives me crazy. There's you know, there's a lot of politics involved, and I know there is. I don't care anymore. It's just like, if you're going to book me, fine. If you don't, you don't. We're all going to do our own thing. I get more enjoyment out of doing this show every week than I will doing that festival. Yeah. So you just try to concentrate on what you can handle and what you can you manage, and that's it. Yeah. Because the rest of it is just bullshit. It and, is. And I do want to say that uh, we taped a, uh, an interview with Bobcat Goldthwait last week. I didn't, but uh, you two did. did. And I listened to the first half of it, almost three quarters of it. It's a very, very good interview. And we're probably going to run that on Easter weekend, I think, is when we're going to run that interview. Woo! So uh, please uh, listen to the show uh, for that. Um, this weekend I'm in Winnipeg. Uh, where are you guys this weekend? we got to wrap this up pretty uh, quick. I just want to – I have two shows at the Comedy Bar in Toronto on Saturday night. Uh, first show is West End Girls at 8 o'clock and the second show is a comedy record show. So they're both awesome and come out to them. And I'll probably be driving Kathleen to those shows. So <laughs> I'll, you can see me at the bar. Yeah, and singing the song Friday, getting hammered. All right, that'll be me. All no, right. I'm, I'm around. I'm doing things. I'm kicking ass, taking names. Okay, uh, that is the show. If you want any more information, you can go to Dave Martin World. You can go to ComedyWhore.com. You can go to Kathleen McGee at Twitter. At What is your Twitter account? Ka- Kathleen underscore McGee. And our iTunes account has just uploaded a few new episodes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Uh, just type in Anything Goes on XM on iTunes, and uh, all I think uh, there's 12 episodes up there. And okay. we'll be putting more up soon. And uh, go to the Facebook page as well. Okay. Uh, that's all our time. I want to thank uh, Victoria and our Paul the Intern for putting the show together. And check us out on the Internet. If you want any questions, email us. Oh, thank you. That's it. 